Hello and welcome back to Two Oceans Vibe Radio. I'm Susanna Kennedy and I'm going to be with you right through until 3 p.m. today. I think we are going to actually run over a little bit if Joel will let us. Um, I have an incredible guest in the studio, Joel Brown. Welcome to Two Oceans Vibe. How are you doing? Susanna, thanks a million for having me. I'm excited because uh, this is my first time in South Africa and I absolutely love it out here. Fantastic. Joel, I'm going to ask you a big favor. That microphone is super sensitive. So every time oh. you touch that, it like goes. Oh, and wow. I know that the listeners will, their ears will suffer. So okay. I'm very glad to have you here in South Africa. I can't yep. believe it's your first time and we made each other one week too late. Yes, that's right. Yes. Well, not too late because it's better late than never. But right. one week later than would have been optimal, I suppose, for your, well, your mission went well. You had your first event here. Yeah, yeah. So yes. we had our Addicted to Success event out here. We're teaching how to master your money mindset. Uh, and really, our events are about it being experiential, mm. you know, because there are a lot of people out there that do inspiration, which is you stand up and you speak and talk about how amazing everything is that you do and how amazing life could be. Uh, transformational events are different. Yeah. It moves you into action, right? It inspires you to uh, keep in alignment. It inspires you to dig deeper than you normally would. Instead of cognitively understanding it, it's about really putting pen to pad and taking a chance on yourself. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't do this. A lot of people read books and listen to podcasts or even listen to you know radio shows like this and talk shows and they hear it, but they're not actioning it. And you know, all the juice, all the magic is in the action. Is in the action. We call that shelf development. Shelf development, <laughs> you got it. You That's know, it. it's when you like buy a book and, and you read the cover and then you uh, stick yeah. it on the shelf, but yep. you don't actually do anything with yeah. it. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons why um, I wanted you on the show is because I find it wonderful that you are not only a speaker yourself, but you celebrate other speakers. And that for me is just an incredible indicator of your growth mindset, of the fact that you live in from a place of abundance, that there's more than enough for all of us. Always, and and the always. more we share, um, you know, the more we can actually help more people up and the more everybody grows, the more ev everything gets better. Um, what fostered that mindset in you? Well, I didn't always have it. I used to have a Superman complex. And if you're oh, a woman, you? it's a Wonder Woman complex, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, I've got to do everything myself, that there isn't a big enough pie, that if I break a piece, then I'm, I lose. Uh, and it's really this whole scarcity mindset. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, what they do is they, they come from a place of, I don't have enough. Mm. And I'm not good enough, yeah. right? For me, that was a big battle. And really, I am the type of guy where I learn from a lot of pain and pressure. That mm. seems to be my motivator. Uh, as I've matured over the years, I, I don't make decisions based off pain. I'm more about, you know, with like health, right? And eating healthy. It's about prevention. Yeah. I've moved into a space of prevention as I've matured with my success. And I think there are a lot of people that step into a space for the first time around building a business or uh, looking at the industry that they're in and, and setting goals within it, a lot of the time we start with this scarcity mindset. Mm. And the world that we live in today, the key is in collaboration. Yeah. You know, there's this guy called Peter Diamandis. He's an incredible entrepreneur and philanthropist. And he says, you know, like we look at the pie and think that we have to break all the pieces of the pie off and share it. And we're left with the crumbs. But he said, really, let's just bake more pies. Yeah. And there's just so I much in this that. world. There's a, there's, this world of abundance. And I was interviewing this guy on my podcast called Mike Dooley. He writes uh, these emails that go out. It's called uh, Notes from the Universe. 
and he said something so profound to me. He said, Joel, believe it or not, the cards are so heavily stacked in our favor mm. that there is no way you can't win. And I know mm. you were quoting Nelson Mandela before and we're here yeah. in beautiful South Africa. And obviously he's done amazing things for your country and your nation. And he says, you know, I never lose. I either win or learn. And yes. uh, that there in itself just shows, you know, anyone that's listening, like there's so much that we can learn from every experience that we have. You had Absolutely. Adam Roller on before. I heard your story as well. And as much as it feels like the pain, there's just so much in it that we get to leverage off mm. in order to be able to uh, impact everyone's lives around us too, not just our own. Absolutely. I mean, I love that quote. You never, you never lose, you only learn. It's yeah. so, so true. And also you speak about the, the universe. I feel like if we just wake up and look around, the universe is constantly telling us how abundant yeah. everything is. I oh, mean, yeah. like you, you can't count the stars. You cannot <laughs> count the stars. You cannot count the grains of sand or the amount of leaves that are on a tree. Yeah. You know, we live in an absolutely, incredibly abundant universe. And I wonder, I mean, I would love to see, and I always actually get excited about this, you know, when, when challenges come up, and I, I'm actually going to go back to um, conversations with God. I don't know why it's coming up quite yeah. a lot, but... Yeah. Um, in conversations with God, um, they, he says a doctor would not know healing without disease. Like we would not know how expansive we could be without the challenges that yep. kind of come up in life, right? Into that. And yeah. so, um, and so, when there is a crisis, you know, um, of course, I feel the pain of the crisis, but I also go. I know we're, we're humans, like we're human beings, we're spiritual beings, and we will figure it out, like we will. And it's amazing because we get to see love in action. When there's a crisis, yeah. you see the world like stand up, right? And the love just pour in from all sides. Um, and you are somebody who seems to gather a community of like-minded people mm -hmm. who operate within that sort of mindset, which is phenomenal and profound whenever somebody is helping someone up i'm like yeah take both my hands i'll do whatever i can and um <laughs> yeah. and you seem to be the same type of person what gave what led you to be that way because there must have been some shift that happened in your life that made you go oh, yeah. okay enough now i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna choose to be different or i'm gonna choose this path you said the word different i think it's easier to be different than it is to be better Mm. right it's embracing your uniqueness how do you be different it's owning who you are yes and i believe that god in his infinite wisdom and uh, almighty power has given us all gifts mm. right he's he's blessed within us these talents he he uh you know has instilled within us the ability to create i think that's amazing you, you know you said we live in this abundant world and it's true like you look at nature it just it's just being who it's meant to be right yeah. and we so often are stepping outside of that trying to be something else mm. and you know we live in a world of social media where we're, we're showing not just told but showing every day you've got to be this way and this is how you get validation or this is how you get acceptance and it's such a wrong narrative to follow i know that i personally have hung a lot of my value up on what i have done and what I have and not who I am. And yeah. I was attracting relationships where uh, early on in the relationship it was established based off like, okay, well, Joel pays for this or, you know, he can bring this to the table or he has this 
particular network that he can introduce me to. Uh, and that was me enabling that as well in that relationship mm. and not going like, wait a minute, who am I? That I don't need to actually give these material things or give these financial things in order to be able to you know, show that I have some sort of value. And really it was about accepting myself first. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening right now where they've done that before where they've betrayed themselves. Mm. You know, I did that in business earlier on. I used to work in the music industry in America when I was 18 years old. I was in the studio with incredible major label recording artists like Little Wayne and Nelly and Pitbull and Kelly Rowland and Evanescence and all these incredible major label artists. But I felt this emptiness in me. Mm. You know, I felt this knot in my stomach. Every day when I woke up, I felt and I was I remember staring at the roof and just feeling like, man, I'm not supposed to be here. And I started beating myself up. Like, why am I ungrateful? Why am I not appreciative for where I'm at? I had this passion for so long to be in the music industry, but now I feel empty. Mm. And, you know, I was always looking outside of myself to fill that cup, not realizing that there was something greater within me that needed to be uh, unfolded. And what that was, was I, I call it the whispers of wisdom, right? It's this little tap on the shoulder. And it was this like inner knowing, not even like I believe or I wish, I hope. It was a knowing that I wasn't supposed to be there and I needed to get up and move. Mm. And I had everyone around me challenging me. My friends, my family, uh, those that were closest to me are like, are you sure you've made the right decision? And I was like, I can't, like I just know it within myself. I can't hear it from you. I need to get into action and, and see what's here. Yeah. And I'm so happy that I did because I went back to Australia. I met Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, mm -hmm. right? Not Leonardo DiCaprio, but the original The Wolf original of Wall one, yeah. And he challenged me for the first time in my life to cast a 10-year vision for success. Mm. And... He, he said, what would the ultimate version of me look like, act like, feel like, walk like, talk like, surround myself with, remove this type of distraction and fill my cup with? What would I show up as and how would my life look mm. with no limits, you know, an edgeless life? And I, at first, when I started writing out my 10-year vision, I wrote out the 10th year first. And I reverse engineered it until that current day. And I remember writing it out and I felt this resistance when I first started writing. Mm. And I felt it because my mindset was operating from a space of what do I deserve right now? And what is my current, current identity capable of? He challenged me to step outside of my current identity. And this is how we grow, right? So the comfort zone that you are in right now is your identity. Yeah. In order for you to grow, you have to step outside of the comfort zone and obviously, it's going to feel uncomfortable, mm. right? Yeah, but for that's sure. that's how you grow into the person that you need to become. It's not like you like grow into that person on the ninth year and the 364th day. You grow into that as soon as you can. And for me, it was really about shifting my identity as soon as I could. So I started challenging myself and looking at my 10-year vision and going, okay, what moves would I have to pull what uh, jump would I have to make? What kind of mentors would I have to have? Uh, what new habits would I have to start instilling? What values would I have to align with? What skills would I have to develop in order for me to be able to become the identity of that 10-year version of me today? And getting into the practice of embracing that today. And showing up as that person. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it's about, right? Yeah. And see, a lot of people have these hopes, wishes, desires, and dreams, but they're not starting today they're not placing bets on themselves they're not embodying the things they need to embody in order to be able to get there 
Yeah. And the truth is your dreams are closer than you think. When I started committing, I made a commandment and I declared it in front of the room. Within three years, I had already achieved half of my 10-year vision. And with six, within six, I achieved 95% of that vision. Sure. Yeah. Now I teach my students because I've, I've lived the process. I've yeah. really supercharged the whole formula and system around the 10-year vision game plan in my own way to the point where I have my students achieving their third and fourth year vision within the first year. Sure. Yeah. That crazy. is absolutely phenomenal and crazy. Yeah. When you say you declared it in front of the room, did you actually stand in front of a room of people or, <laughs> yeah, or were you on your own and declared it to yourself? I, and and I, I was asked by Jordan to stand up in front of my boss, like my manager and the CEO of the company. And I started sharing that I'm going to create this website called Addicted to Success. And I was going to have, at the time, I said 10 million views in 10 years. But the truth is we're at 265 million views in 10 years. That's just one sure. goal, right? Uh, and I, you know, I was declaring these things. I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to you know, bring a movement together of like-minded people to inspire the world. And meanwhile, my manager, who was basically like, I'm going to take you under my wing and you're going to be the top salesman in the company. And that was just shaking his head in dismay. Like, I can't believe, I can't you're, believe you're commanding is- this new thing. And he's like, <laughs> we need to talk, you know. Um, but they wish the best for me. And the CEO of the company actually reached out to me a couple of years ago on LinkedIn. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm, it's so amazing to see how far you've come. And this is a guy that I often at, at that time looked up to. And the truth yeah. is, I don't look up to anybody anymore. I look at them and I see, I'm like, what is the greatness that lies within them? Mm. Where is that in me? How do mm. I unleash that? And when mm. we're coaching, right, when we're, when we're uh, facilitating mm. our events, we don't help people because if I'm helping you, I'm assuming that you are broken and you need fixing. Yeah. If I support you, I believe that you already have the greatness within you. Yeah. And I get to support you and hold space for you to unleash it. Mm. I love that. I yeah. love that so, so much. I think it's absolutely great. Um, so, guys, I can. I am so sorry about this, but I'm hearing a lot of knocking happening downstairs. <laughs> um, would everybody mind if I quickly go and tell them to get them to yeah, 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 sort sure. that out? Um, I'm going to play a song very quickly, um, and then I will. I will be back literally in a minute. I'm so sorry for everybody who's, <laughs> um, you know, tuned in, but there is. Okay, yeah. that's actually what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to let these two go rogue while I go and sort this <laughs> noise out. And I'm going to leave you live on air. Um, you guys can chat about whatever you want. Let's you take it. my seat. Let's and do it. I'll be back in just a minute. I love that. You can sit right over yeah. here. Let's freestyle, bro. Yeah, let's do it. All right. What's up, everybody? Thank you, Zim. All right. What's up, everyone? This is Adam Roa here in Cape Town. Uh, welcome <laughs> hey, to Share Your Poem, Radio. Bro. Share your poem. Let's do that. You don't want me to interview you right now. You want me to do okay, a poem? Okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Don't touch... Don't touch the... I don't know where that, that comes from. I can hear it now. There you go. That should be better. It's super sensitive. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, this is my uh, first minute of hosting a radio show. So <laughs> we're learning. Um, Joel Brown, you have created one of the leading success blogs and, and um, organizations, really, like a brand around helping people succeed. 
in whatever that looks like. Right, right, and right. and I think it's really important to define success because people here are addicted to success. Yeah. How do you help people find their version of success? It's really important to align yourself with your top three values in life, right? Like, so your values essentially are things that you spend most of your time on, most of your money on, what you love uh, sharing with others that you love learning about. It's usually the thing where you're filling the void often because there's, there's a possibility for growth there. And so I would often challenge people to find their values, align themselves with their values, and then you want to answer these three questions. What am I good at? What do I love? And what solution will I bring to the world? And to add to it, I would say, how are you going to monetize this? Because in the world that we live in now with businesses and brands, you need to be able to fund your dream in order to grow it, to have more influence and more impact. Uh, so that's really what I would say, you know, for a general answer. Awesome. Well, Susanna's back. And, <laughs> and so my, I'm, I'm already fired. Um, thank you, Joel, for that. I'm going to go um, right. and journal my 10-year vision right now. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you so much for stepping in, Adam. Um, I, I was listening to that. I got back totally out of breath, but I was listening to that because um, have you worked with John Martini before? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my mentors. Oh, really? John's I, my mentor, yeah. Oh, I love John. I've interviewed John a number of times and yeah. um, he is a phenomenal human being and he yeah. talks about the value factor, uh -huh. which uh -huh. I think keys in very much to what you're speaking about now. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. yeah. um, yes. I've actually, there's a series that I'm starting called... Um, the real success stories and um, the reason why I'm doing it is exactly Adam that question that you just asked like how do you define success because success might mean one thing to me it's but it subjective. would mean something yeah. completely different to yeah. you you know yeah. and I think that one of the um, incredible things about living in our time is that we get to define what success is for us yeah. and it doesn't have to be dictated by what society wants us to conform to yeah, anymore. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so, and, and John, for me, is one of the most authentic people in terms of how he lives with regards to his values. You know, yeah. his values, just for those of you that are listening, are teaching, traveling, researching and writing those are those yeah. are his three bi biggest things and he doesn't even own a cell phone you you, you must know that john doesn't own a cell phone so if you want to e if you want to communicate with him you email him and he's so good like he gets back to you within a day yeah. Yeah. but he says it distracts from everything else and he spends yeah. his time doing those three values you know yeah. he's, he's amazing phenomenal. yeah, yeah. he's, he's I, i'd say he's one of the best for sure Absolutely. Definitely. No, me as well. You always walk away, no matter if it's a free talk or a talk you've paid for, you walk away with a bucket full oh, knowledge of information. Bomb knowledge yeah, bomb. It's, it's just insane. like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, it's I, amazing. I was at one of his events in LA and I brought a friend with me that didn't know anything about him. I'm like, this guy's great. Trust. He came to the event. It was a, it was like a $37 event and it was two hours and John dropped so many bombs in the room. My mate got up and bought every single program and book. Like he walked out with a massive yeah. box like this with I think about 30 or 40 products in the box. Yeah. Like he spent thousands on it, you know? No, he is. He, yeah, he is incredible. It. I'm so sad that I didn't get to come and watch you speak. I would, have, I would have so loved it. I've watched some of your videos and everything, but I know that you plan on coming back. And one of the things I really honor about you is that um, you very 
um, right in the beginning when we started speaking, you said you wanted people to come to an event that wasn't an upsell, that it was they were coming to the event yeah. and they were going to get content that meant something, yeah. you know, that they could utilize immediately. And I think that that's really fantastic. I think that, um, you know, there are so many events and I know a lot of these free events do give you certain amount of content that is actionable now, but yeah. a lot of them are, are just sell, you know, how can we upsell, 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 right, right. which is exhausting. Um, was that yeah. a very conscious decision for you going, I'm going to only deliver content that empowers without upselling? And what is your, do you sometimes upsell? Yeah, what is I, the, look, here, here's the thing. I have no shame around selling my products. Yeah. I'll scream it from the mountaintops because I believe in what we do. You yes. know, we spend a lot of time, not just me, myself, Adam, a meal, we, we sit and really develop our teachings. Yeah. And we know that it works. The only thing that really matters is results. You know, yes. so we get our students results. We get our clients results. There's a lot of coaches and a lot of speakers out there that don't. You mm. know, they, they kind of tickle the pickle. It's like this, like, oh, I feel inspired and buzzed. But then people walk away confused again. Like, how do I integrate this into my yeah. life? So I feel like it is your duty, responsibility, and obligation to give people more so that they can integrate properly. Mm. You know, we were talking about this at dinner last night that a lot of people don't know how to integrate what they've learned. Yeah. And typically you only learn or take in and absorb 10% of what you learn at an event or on a podcast or in a, watching a YouTube video or wherever it may be, reading a book. That's why I often will say if I've found a great book like, and somebody's, hey, I, I really want to learn this thing, I'll say read this book 10 times. Yeah. You know, to really take it in. Uh, so I don't have a problem or any qualms with that. Uh, the reason why we didn't upsell in Africa here is because we know the money mindset conversation is very different. I'm sure you, you've noticed this too, that uh, generationally, I think there is a little bit of a block uh, around putting money down. And obviously with your economics right now, it, you're not performing at the highest level. Mm. Uh, in Australia, we're not really either. You know, American dollar is a lot stronger. Uh, and I often do business in US dollars. So to even announce something in US dollars, when people hear it, they're calculating in their brain going, what is the conversion on that? Yeah. And then the money story starts to come up. Yeah. Now you're not in abundance. You're not in creation. You're in destruction, mm. which is scarcity. I believe at any point in time, we're either in destruction, stagnation, or creation. You're either moving closer towards success or further away from it at any point in time. And I know this to be true because I've had moments where I've really succeeded and started to move forward towards my goals, I'm living in my potential, I'm creating everything I want, I have, you know, I'm in alignment and have people around me I want. And then I've had times where I've come right out of it, mm. moving away from success. Yeah. And what you said before, you've got to define what success is to you. I know what success is now because I've clearly defined it. Mm. And I know whether I'm moving towards it or not. Yeah. And, and isn't it magical when you define it? It's yeah. almost like the universe conspires to assist you. Like yeah. the solutions just yeah. start showing up. The, yeah. the opportunities and possibilities just start like popping in front yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like Oprah says, um, you know, luck is when preparation and opportunity meet, right? And, and in yeah. order to do that, you need to be prepared, which part of it is having that solidified vision. Yeah, it, well, the truth is that you take you everywhere you go. You yeah. are where your feet stand. And I know that my value doesn't just come in the accolades and the achievements and the other things that you know, I've, I've made that looks real fancy. Hmm. It's when I stand in a room and I'm in, in, in integrity 
by my word, you know, and, yeah. and when I can be present with people and connect with them and actually care about them getting the results that they desire. Like there's so much value in that, especially when I know that so many people aren't doing that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, you know, like I'm, I'm striving to be that in my life all the time. You know, I'm striving to be in alignment. I'm striving to show up in a way that you need to show up in order to be the best leader possible. Now, if you're listening right now, you're like, I want to be an inspirational speaker and transformational coach, or uh, you know, it could be any, any field where you're a leader. There's a big call on your life. If you desire to step into this space, you, you need to have a great network. You need to be in alignment as often as possible. Practicing meditation and prayer and believing that there is a lot more that's going on around us that we get to tap into as well, that we have all the resources within us and around us to make anything possible is really a great mindset to hold. Mm. And someone recently uh, interviewed me for Inc. magazine and they were asking me, what, it, what does it mean to be a, a leader and how do we do this? And I said, I believe that the ultimate level of inspiration as a leader is to show others what's possible through our own actions. Yeah. You've got to be willing to go first. If you're not willing mm. to go first, you're going to be waiting around for someone to show you the way. And I've just never been that guy. I've always gone like, if I want to learn something, I'll go and read a book. I'll find a way to, to raise money, to earn money, to then go in. and pay for someone to teach me. That's why mm. I pay for people like Dr. John Martini and yeah. Les Brown and I hang out with Tony Robbins and all these like amazing people and ask them questions and I, I don't play around with their time. I get really specific and intentional mm. about actually my vision and asking the right questions that are going to get me a better direction in my life to be able to achieve results so I can become a better leader to serve at a higher level. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I must just say like on, on that note, you know, when I said there's a lot of conferences that are just upsells, I have been to conferences where it is just a selling process, yeah. but I've also been to a lot of conferences that are great and that they, um, they give you good content and then they do sell. And I believe, and everybody, all of my listeners know this, that you should invest in yourself. There are, there's endless free resources out there, but there is something about when you actually pay for something and there's an energy exchange that happens there. There's a different yeah. investment, um, you know, that happens. And I think that that has validity and weight. And I'm always, I'm the eternal student. I'm always learning. I'm always reading. I'm always doing um, crazy things. What is Adam doing? <laughs> <laughs> on this side, yeah. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing selfies in the studio. <laughs> Love it. Adam is having fun off air here, um, keeping himself entertained. Um, but but I am the eternal student, and I do believe in investing yeah. in yourself and um, and investing in others. You know, your course that you talk about with the ten year vision is that yeah. just a live course? Is it available online? Yeah, absolutely. It's available online. Uh, you can actually find it if you click on the link in my bio on my Instagram page. Yes. And my Instagram handle is at I am Joel Brown, J-O-E-L-B-R-O-W-N. I am Joel Brown. Uh, you see there that we have the 10-year vision course. Okay. It, it's something that I love teaching people because it's the thing that really took my life from being in a transition, and you know, when I speak at events, 90% of people say they're in transition, right? Mm. Um, not knowing exactly what to do. When I got really clear on my vision, it was essentially the foundation for all the success that I have today. Mm. You know, it gave me clarity in my life, it taught me what to focus on, and it taught me how to be self accountable, right? It disciplined me. At it even chose my friends for me. Yeah. It taught me what to say yes to and what to say no to. That's the power of a vision, 
I got so crystal clear and I got so aligned my values that I had these shiny objects that came into play. And there were moments where I was offered uh, within two years, I was offered 1.4 million US dollars, 1.2 million and 1 million to sell addicted to success.com to sell my website. And because I was so clear on my vision and I knew I was just literally scratching the tip of the iceberg, I said, no. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I had a tug of war going on in my mind. I was like, <laughs> if I sold it, how much you know, could I spend? What, what kind of house could I buy after taxes? What would that look like? Yeah. And to be honest, it wasn't that much, you know, compared to the dream that I had within my 10-year mm. vision. And I'm so happy I didn't because I've been able to rub shoulders with some of the most incredible leaders in the world. And I've featured in four documentary films now because of it. And I have incredible friends around me that I get to travel the world with and, and speak on stages with. And there's so many amazing people now that I get to meet at the events mm. and through interviews like this, you know, that I get to really hear their stories as well and support them and we can support each other in growing and collaborating together. It's, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Um, Joel, how have you found South Africa and how was your reception, you know, to your course? Yeah, so Cape Town is such a beautiful place. It's like a mix mash of uh, some of the most epic places that I've traveled to in the world. It reminds me a lot of my hometown, Perth, Western Australia, uh, especially along the coast, right? And there's something about nature. Whenever I go to a country where people are closer to the water mm. or closer to the jungle or the rainforest or whatever it may be, they just seem to be a hell of a lot nicer. And I think that it's because mm. they're more grounded and more connected. Uh, you guys love to work out. I remember we were driving along at like seven o'clock in the morning and there was like half the town was out like jogging and, and playing soccer and playing golf and also yeah. and I love that. And that's really the values that I live by is to, to keep fit, to be healthy mm. and to uh, make sure you have variety in your life to get out, get some sun on you and, and live you know, as often as you can close to nature. And, and I just see that you embody all of that here. And I actually could see this as a place that I visit at least once a year. So I live in Bali in Indonesia right now. Okay. We have monsoon season in November and it finishes in April. So That's this like is perfect this is like timing. the opposite for you guys. So <laughs> yeah. it's like November to April is great for you guys. I might come out here in November to April and then go back to Bali April yeah. to November. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that is actually kind of perfect timing. Yep. Yep. Um did you you ran your first course? What was the response from South Africans? It it was great and to be honest I would have loved to pack out a room of thousands of people, hundreds to thousands. Uh, the people that did show up, we had people that flew from Johannesburg to be there. We had a guy fly from Switzerland to be at the event wow. as well. And everyone that came, we had incredible testimonials and I think it's due to the fact that we delivered more than they actually expected because mm. there, some people move into a space like this and get, get skeptical. They're like, is this a network marketing company? Are they trying to get me into Forex? Are they going to upsell me to a $20,000 thing and close the doors and, and tr block the exit? Uh, you know, all these like <laughs> scary things that people could think of. Uh, but no, it's not that. It was really about how do we deliver as much value and really understand the, the South African people as well. Like we know mm. that there's a money mindset struggle out here at the moment, uh, generationally, uh, generationally, what that has been brought through. Because we do talk to uh, Emil, who is my business partner. He's a co-speaker at the event. Uh, his parents are from Cape Town. And, and he said to me, he said, all I remember when I was growing up was this conversation of like, turn off the lights, like save on petrol, uh, make sure that you, you know, uh, make sure that you, you hug your wallet and, yeah. and a big scarcity conversation. And, and 
he says like even though they have money now it still like trickles through you know and also i think because of um our political climate in this country yes. it's so uncertain you yep. know so it's so uncertain um for so many, I mean, I'm extremely lucky because I'm Portuguese. I'm first generation South African right. in my family. I'm actually a fruit salad. I've got um, French and a whole <laughs> lot of other things, but I've got um, a predominantly exotic mix. <laughs> I'm an exotic mix, an exotic fruit salad. But um, but I do have a Portuguese passport, which then allows me the freedom to live in Europe. But a lot of South Africans don't. A lot of South Africans yeah. have South African passports, and that's it, right. and which doesn't allow you to live anywhere else um wow. so i think that the there is a lot of fear you know even the property market is the lowest it's been i think almost ever you know in south africa and it is because of the political climate we're not sure where we're going politically you know yeah. and so there is a lot of fear around that and there is a lot of fear around that um the money mindset because of that and a lot of people are scared that their homes are going to be taken from them, that something right. like Zimbabwe is going to happen here, which yep. there has been the threat, like kind of rise, bubbling up and then going down. So I do think it's so important to run courses, to run seminars, to give information that reminds people that we do live in an abundance um, in, in an abundant world. And for every challenge, there will be a solution, you know, um, but it there is a lot of fear at the moment and mm. um, not only on the sexual side, you know, the one in three women um, experience some form of abuse in this country and that's documented cases. That's, you know, so, so if you imagine yeah. I've never reported mine and I've had three, yep. you know, like I can't imagine what the real stat is. Um, yeah. So, so we're dealing with this political climate and we're dealing with that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pain in this country right. and a lot of yeah. fear, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and so bringing in positivity like Adam and like you, um, Joel, bringing in, you know, choosing love and choosing a positive mindset and bringing those things together is so, so important. So um, I just want to thank you both again for coming uh, in you. and yeah. being a part of this because um, it's my life's like mission to be a conduit for miracles and the way I define miracles is the same way as a course in miracle that a miracle is just a change in perception a change in understanding yep. and that can happen in an instant when you hear the right conversation when yes. you um, yep. experience something in the right way and that will ripple out into your life and change everything and I do believe that both of you are conduits for miracles um, and so if there's anything that I can ever do again for you you must just let me know and I will 100 percent so support you and when you come back um i definitely want to help you um get out there more and maybe it will be i don't know how many Let's people you had this time um yeah february we're going big you're going big yeah 2021 let's make it happen <laughs> 2021 yeah. um yeah like let's pick a number and yeah i'd be happy to help you guys try and fill that number or go beyond it love it yeah love it. um Joel Brown is in studio with me. Joel, any final words before I let you go? Oh, what is the best question you've ever been asked in an the interview? The best question I've ever been asked <laughs> yeah. in an interview? Oh, man. You know, I, I ask, I feel like I ask this question that um, 
even Tony Robbins, when I asked him on the podcast and, and so many other people that I asked this question, they get a little bit stumped. And it's funny because I, I have this little bit of fear, like, oh, I hope no one ever asked me this question. <laughs> but I think it's time. Um, yeah, the question, the question is, I'll ask you this first and then you oh. ask me. The question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech mm. to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Sure. What would the last 30 seconds sound like? I think just live with compassion, believe in the human spirit, live from a place of love, be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. You know, everybody is on this journey together. Realize we are all connected. Realize we are all struggling with the same things ultimately. And just believe in the human spirit. I, I believe in the human spirit profoundly and our immense capability for compassion and love and I think if we just start loving ourselves and treating ourselves like the people that we love most in the world and then reflect that out and do the same for everybody else we can change anything we can heal anything yeah, yeah. oh I love it you went deep <laughs> so, and, and I have no idea what I said your turn <laughs> you channeled that I love it awesome <laughs> Yeah, look, as I said before, I, we live in a world where there's, the cards are so heavily stacked in our favor. Mm. And I believe that God above is cheering us on every day. You know, we have the possibility and the potential within us to, to love in a way that we've never been able to experience that before. I think the beautiful thing about life is that we're really only playing at 10%. Mm. You know, and my greatest fear is not stepping into that potential. And I hope that you wake up in the morning knowing and believing that there's just so much in you and around you to make anything possible. Mm. That the amazing thing is that all achievement starts in the theater of the mind. Yeah. And it's in you and it's on you to make your dreams a reality. Mm. And I want you to really think about this, this last, last thought here. If you doubted your fears instead of doubting your dreams, imagine how much in life you would accomplish. Oh, Oh, Joel, I love that. If you doubted your fears yeah. instead of doubting your dreams, imagine what you could accomplish. That is yeah. so beautiful. Two things, like two, I was going to tell you two quotes. Like, I mean, that was just so beautiful. I love that quote. Um, Wayne Dyer said, don't die with your story in you. Yeah. And I Ooh. love that. You know, and that it so speaks to me and I think it will speak to you as well. And then yeah. the other quote that I absolutely love that I'm sure you know, and it actually comes from a course, you know, do you know the book, A Course, a course in Miracles? Miracles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then A Return to Love, Marianne Williamson. Yeah, Gab Gabby Bernstein put me onto that book. And okay, yeah. On podcast, yeah. Yeah, so A Course in Miracles is she like that thick. And yes, I've read it. <laughs> and then you get um, a Return to Love, which is just this thick. And that's Marianne Williamson. And Marianne Williamson yeah. has a beautiful quote in there. And Nelson Mandela made it famous. And I'm sure all of you know it. Right. Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Yep. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Yeah. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, fabulous, and strong? Who are you not to be? 
You are a child of God, and your playing small does not serve the world. It goes on, but um, you guys can look it up. But it's just such a phenomenal quote. And when you were speaking there, it just reminded me of that quote, which is one of my favorite quotes, because when I'm playing small, that like jumps into my head and goes, don't. You're not serving anyone by playing small. Yeah, you know, yeah. We need to step into our light in order to light the way for others. Um, yep. Which it. you certainly have done, sir. So I honor and, you. And, and we thank all get you. to do too, which is the best part. Yeah, we all do. It's yep. it's about taking taking the opportunity and making the decision actually. You know, making the decision and then taking action. Um yeah. You know, the great men and women in this world that have made a profound difference in whatever field, the one thing that I can see that they've got in common is that they actually took action. Yeah. It, it, it's, the, it's the one thing. Like, you've got to do something. Mm. And everybody fails. It, you know, it's part of the process. But yeah. you, can, you can fail upwards instead of failing and crumbling, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. just learning. It's just redirection. It's not... a a problem. Yeah. It's actually a great way of learning. It's, it's true. Yeah, I was reading a book. Um, uh, this author, Steve Chandler, says a lot of people are like walking around life saying, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this thing. And it's like they're going to a gym lifting styrofoam weights yes. thinking that they're going to grow. It doesn't work like that. You have to yeah. lift heavy. That's you know, you've it. got to go through it in order to be able to come out the other side to, to really uh, understand what it means to be the identity and the character of who you need to be in order to be able to hold that new thing that's in that space. Mm. It's like if I just came and gave you $100,000 or a million dollars straight off the bat, very quickly you would get rid of it in sabotage because you'd be like, I don't know how to hold this. Your financial mm. container needs to be bigger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, it's funny. There's a saying, right? It says, like, God will only give you. Um, that which you are capable of, right? Yes. And or like, uh, you know, like he'll only give you uh, the dreams that you most desire in your heart. And it's like, well, at the same time, you've got to become that person in order to be able to hold that mm. dream too. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he'll just give you that because you can handle it. You've got to be able to become the person that can yeah. handle that to hold that. And that's, that's what it's about. So like every day, it's how you're shaping yourself and how you're showing up. Show up as your best self. Yeah. Show up as yep. the guy you want to be in 10 years' time. Yep. Yeah. Or Mother the, or Teresa. The, or the girl you want or to the be. Girl, <laughs> or the guy girl. Or the whatever. Um, Mother Teresa always said um, in response to that quote, like when she was having a tough time, and people would say, Mother Teresa, God will only give you what you can cope with. And she'd go, yes, but I wish he didn't trust me so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I funny. always thought was really cute. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Beautiful. we better wrap Love this it. up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. So a much. million times. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Adam, um, who is still here in studio with us. And thank you to everybody listening on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. Um, I am Susanna Kennedy, and I will be back with you on Tuesday um, from 12 to 1 p.m., continuing the conversation around gender-based violence and what we can do to heal the situation. Where is the light at the end of the tunnel for so many of us? Because there definitely is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I am going to play out with what? Hmm... Let's do a little grease. You're the one that I want because that is on the playlist right here and it saves me time from looking for something else. Um, all of you watching on Instagram, thank you so much for tuning in. All of you watching on Facebook, I will see you guys soon and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Remember to be kind to one another and be kind to yourselves and be kind to strangers 
and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.